Grace. And I'm Kaylee. And welcome back to What the Book. And today we are going to be reviewing Normal People by Sally Rooney. Should we read the back? <laughs> Let's just start with reading the back because what's really funny about this is I finished it hours ago. You finished it hours ago? Yeah. I haven't even asked you what your rating for it was. I didn't read it. Didn't we'll get it. into that. <gasps> Why didn't you read it? Because I don't know how I feel. Oh, I was the same way after I finished it. It took me a while to think about. I feel like I need to digest it. Like when okay. I tell you, I think I, it's 4.12 p.m. right now as we're sitting here filming this. I think I finished it at like just after like 2. No, oh. no, 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 before that. Maybe like just like around noon today. Okay. And I think I read this back in March. Yeah, so it's been like a while April. for you. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, I like I literally just put this down hours yeah. ago. So this is basically, if anyone's wondering, um, Normal People for Grace was the equivalent to Where the Crawdads Sing for me. If any, I don't think it was though, because like you near the end, you're like, I'm sick of this book. I never got sick of it. No, but it's the same way to the point where, like, I was literally having to, like, grind out yeah. where the crawdads hang. Which makes Which, it less fun. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, the whole time you're like, Grace, I'm so sorry. Like, I feel like you're not going to like it. And I was like, no. Like, I liked reading it every single time. Me and Kaylee were just talking about this before we started recording. Like, I, like, we're both in a reading slump right now because we just finished up midterm. Do you have any midterms left? Yeah, Wednesday. Oh. I'm just in paper writing season, so I'm, like, in the recovery state of midterms. But we're both in a reading slump because of midterm season. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think I would have read this book as fast as I did if I didn't have to have it done for literally today. I have so much respect for you for, like, being able to finish... I, I literally, I mapped it out. Like, did you ever do that for book reports in school? Like, I was like, yeah. okay, it's like 270 pages divided by, like, yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, because this isn't very long. It's not a long book. It is only. No. So I like how yours is just, like, a little more <laughs> Yours is really put together. Oh, my God. Wait, yours feels different. Feel mine. Oh. This is a completely different book. This is weird. Whoa. Yeah, you have, like, a rough texture and mine's, like, soft. I can't even remember where I bought this. I bought it at Indigo. You were with me. I bought it at Indigo. Yeah. You've had it for a while. Like, it's kind of funny to me that we're going into this and, like... Like, you read it in 2022. In March? I think so. I didn't read this in 2021. You should double check, though. I feel like you read it a long time ago. It feels like a long... I, for the fact that I can't remember where I got it. Yeah. Because, like, I that's... I think this is a book my mom bought for me. I was going to say, I feel like it was like, a gift. I feel like it was a gift too, but I can't remember. Oh my, no, you got it in the book exchange? Yes! So April. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh yes, because we had a really, really late Valentine's Day book exchange. Mm -hmm. That's why I can't remember where I bought it from. Yeah. So us, I, I didn't get it. <laughs> You're like, I literally did not buy this book. <laughs> I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> Yes, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so April, yeah. Okay. That was close. Yeah, so us and our two friends who kind of have a mini book club, and it's expanded since then, but mm -hmm. um, we had a little book club and we wanted to do a romance book exchange for Valentine's Day, um, but then we weren't able to get together until April because, again, Valentine's Day is in the middle of midterm season for the winter semester. There's literally no end of midterm season. <laughs> no, because the really funny thing is, like, you, like, okay, the fall semester, which is the semester we're in right now, starts in beginning of September, yeah. ends beginning of December, and then exams. Mm -hmm. Like, I know people who had midterms first week of December. No, sorry. First week of September. First week? Yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry. Last week of September. Oh, yeah. But still, that's like, what, like two and a half weeks in school? Yeah. And then they, ha like, they still have midterms right now. Yeah. Like, it never ends. There's no end. Because usually they don't, it's not like in the middle of the term. You no. think it would be, because the name. But it's more like, because usually um, classes have two midterms in the exam. So it's the semester split into like thirds. Yeah. But like everyone like has like a scattered midterm effect where it just lasts all semester. It does. And like, Constantly. it's already such a short term when you're splitting it into thirds. 
Yeah. Like, ugh, this is just becoming a hate post for university, I guess. Sorry. Well, which is very fitting for this book. Yes. Because we watched two characters <laughs> go from high school, their senior year of high school, and we watched them go through a college picking process, watch them go to college, watch them go through their university career. I think... They're in Ireland, so I think, like, mm -hmm. college and university, is it the same thing? Like, you know how in America, it's like, college and university is, like, basically the same thing? Well, they call, like, what we would consider universities, they call them colleges. Yeah. And then they have community college, which I think is the equivalent to our college. So I, I never understood American schools. I think so. Please don't <laughs> quote me on that. Any Americans, don't hold that against me. Like, we're... Like, we're <laughs> we know nothing. We literally know nothing. We're just out here in little Canada. Yeah. Anyway, so... I don't know what it's like in Ireland, genuinely. Me either. Like, I really... It took me so long to figure out where this book actually took place as well. A lot of the... I mean, not that I'm, like, a scholar on the UK, but I feel like a lot of the time I just hear the term university. Uni. Sorry. That was impressive. Thank you. To be honest. Yeah, I don't think I hear college very much. No. So I don't know what that's about. Any... Any lovely people from the UK, reach I mean, out and let us know what your education is like. Because I think my dad went to college, but he also went to university. I was gonna say he has an engineering degree, so but that's not like a college thing. He went to I know he went to university, but I also know he's talked about college. Like he went to both. I don't Text him right now. Should, and I, we can, should, should I call him? <laughs> you can be on the podcast. Have him on the podcast answering our questions about higher education. What if he doesn't answer? Do I talk? I'll just sit here quietly. No, you can talk. What are you saying? Should I like hold it? Near the mic. Hello? 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 You are currently on What the Book podcast. Say hello. Hello? <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. Um, in the UK, what's the difference between college and university? Is there a difference? Like, is it used... The exact same as here. The exact same as here? Yeah. Okay, because I know it's different in the States. So I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, the same as here, pretty much. Okay, Slay. That's all. Okay. Okay, thanks. Do you have any last words for uh, What the Book podcast? Uh, these two girls are wonderful. They spit a lot of effort in here. And keep listening to them. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is the best. Okay, I love you. I'll be home soon. Okay, bye. Anyway, so that was my dad, confirmed by Scottish man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So they went to university. Yeah. That was the point. <laughs> Do you want to read the back of the book now? Yeah. You basically explained it, but like, just in case. <clears throat> Connell and Marianne grew up in the same small town, but the similarities end there. At school, Connell is popular and well-liked, while Marianne is a loner. But when the two strike up a conversation, awkward but electrifying, something life-changing begins. Normal People is the story of mutual fascination, friendship, and love. It takes us from the first conversation to the years beyond in the company of two people who try to stay apart but find that they can't. Um, okay. Can I be blunt? Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a romance novel. I don't think so either. I mean, it can be interpreted. Like, obviously, our friend gifted to you as a romance mm -hmm. novel because there is romance in it yeah there totally is but i wouldn't categorize it as a romance even though it says on the back like love yeah story of mutual fascination friendship and love i feel like it's coming of age i agree i think it is a coming of age and although it's about two people constantly coming in and out of each other's lives mm -hmm. in a romantic setting I still don't think the main focus is the romance. I agree. You know, the if anything, I think the main focus is just, like, the constant ebb and flow of, like, relationships and, like, yeah. a life and blah, 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 philosophical stuff. <laughs> yeah. I and I feel like the term relationship, like, they don't mean it in, like, a romantic way. Yes. Just, like, 
point blank period like yes. relationship like studying mm -hmm. what the word means yes and i i definitely think that like the romance is a subplot oh yeah yeah and it's an important subplot and i feel yes. like that's why a lot of people like it mm -hmm. because they you know ship the two characters together yeah like it definitely drives the it helps drive the plot like i think if they were to take the romance out obviously there would be no plot oh my god yeah like at all like it is very important but i still don't think I just don't think it was the point. I agree. Like, I don't think the point of Marianne and Connell's relationship is the fact that there is a romantic aspect. I agree. I think that the both of them have so much growth and, like, so much other things going on throughout the whole book that, like, although all the scenes we see are based on, like, an interaction between the two characters, it's, it's like, not based on, yeah. like, the, their love and romance. But it is. But it's not. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So happy we can... <laughs> so happy we concur. This... Okay, you haven't read another Sally Rooney book, right? No, but I really want to. She Me has, too. I think, two other books. Conversations with Friends. Yes. And a beautiful... Beautiful World, Where Are You? Or... Yeah. Beautiful something along that line. I know that's one of her more recent books. I don't... Um, did it just come out because in this yes. copy i just have also by sally rooney conversations with friends and that's it oh i think it is really recent because this is a 2018 yeah wait copy. i have also but let's see when the book first came out because it takes place in like i mean it goes over multiple years but it's kind of in like the 2010s era so i think it it begins in 20... let me double check. 11. Yeah. At the beginning of 2011, which was kind of the start of the new decade. I mean, it wasn't because 2010 was the start of the new decade, but mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? And then I think it ends in 2014. I don't know. Now I gotta go back and I'm just... Yeah. Not but looking. her main three works, I would say, are normal people conversations with friends and beautiful world where are you mm -hmm. i think conversations with friends was her first major published novel was it i think so it came oh. out before um normal people and i'm pretty sure yeah it is it has a hulu it has like a tv show so does normal people yes which i started it a little while ago like i want to say like a couple months ago i started it and I actually didn't really get into it very much. Really? Um, it was very... Because, obviously, um, as we've discussed, there is a romantic aspect of with the characters, which I don't think is a spoiler. Mm -hmm. But, so you see a lot of sexual scenes, like, in the show. Like, and it's, like, when they first get together, what like, in the show, like, one of the episodes is basically just, like all raunchy scenes and like it's, oh. it's like very like it's just all pretty much like sex for like 30 minutes straight of like a montage like you Which know I like, feel like doesn't portray the book in the right way mm, at the beginning yeah. we're getting in a little bit into spoilers but like not really I wouldn't count that as a spoiler I wouldn't count it as a spoiler either but like but but after I like watched that and I was like oh my god okay that's enough tv show for t like tv for tonight yeah I ended up going back to it a little while later and like it hasn't been that bad since like that was clearly just like you know like with shows usually like when the characters first start like sleeping together there's like that weird like montage of them <laughs> yes like, you're right though yeah it was basically that but it's just i was talking to another friend and um she also read this book and she watched the show and I know she wasn't much of a fan of the book, but she actually said she liked the TV show better. No way. Yeah. And this is coming from, like, mind you, like, we're obviously all, like, we're all book readers, so it's not, like, it's a non-bookworm saying, oh my god, the show's better than the book. Yeah. Like, this is a seasoned reader saying that this, she found the show better than the book. Well, I, like, I want to watch the show. I literally finished this hours ago, so, like, I haven't had time to watch the show, but I think I'll watch I it. I think you should. Like, I'm definitely going to finish the show and everything, because it's, it is... You just have to. It is good. Like, what I've now continued... After I've continued watching, it is a pretty good adaptation. Okay. Um, I think they nailed the casting. And, funny enough... Funny enough! 
<laughs> the girl who plays Marianne, which is obviously the main character of Normal People, is the same actress, Daisy Edgar Jones, mm-hmm. who plays Kaya in the new movie Where the Crawdads Sing. And that's Daisy Edgar Jones. I'm a huge Daisy Edgar Jones girl. Love She's her. really been like picking up like a lot of like acting recently. She's really up and coming. Like I yeah. feel like this was like her breakout year. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because normal people did not come out this year. But like Where the Crawdads Sing was like a phenomenon. Yeah. And, like, obviously she stars in it, so I feel like this mm-hmm. is really... And she was in Fresh mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. Is that just Disney+, Plus that it's on? I-, I think it's a Hulu movie. Really? Which is why it's on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a Hulu movie. Hulu sure. original. It wasn't one that, like, came out in theaters, but that's a really good movie, too. It's yeah. Daisy Edgar Jones and Sebastian Stan. I went as her for Halloween. No one knew who I was. It was an incredible costume. <laughs> Thanks. Like, you literally nailed it. Yeah. I try my best. Anyway, we should probably talk about the actual book. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> if you haven't read the book, leave. That's a threat. And then come back, obviously. And we can discuss it over, um... What's, like, something they're always... What's, like, a British drink or something they're always... Tea? Oh, yeah, well... <laughs> We'll discuss it over some tea. Oh, I have yeah. a coffee, actually, though, so... And I have a tea. Grace oh, has a tea. perfect. There you go. Anyway, so from this point on, spoilers, so get ready. You've been warned. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, and I had to throw in... I'm sorry, I totally cut you off. No, this was written in 2018. I had to check. So mm-hmm. it takes place in 2011, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But I also feel like that's when Sally Rooney would have mm-hmm. been, like, the character's ages. Oh, probably. So I feel like that's maybe why she, like channeled that like mm-hmm. she was like oh my experiences as a young adult but yeah. like in this well, era she's only like 28 yeah so like oh yeah so she would have been like 18 10 years ago which was when yeah. this yeah. kind of was that's weird that's really weird anyway yeah because i'm like oh that's so mm-hmm. young or she might have started writing it when she was that young she might have and then like picked it up re-edited it and yeah published it i don't know but well, yeah we're a stan so where like where to even start first? Should we well, just okay? What did you rate it? Cause you asked me and I said no rating. Oh, I rated it four stars. Four? I thought it was five for you. Mm-hmm. Because although I genuinely really really loved it, and it's almost it's I would say this is a type of book where it's a comfort read. Yeah. Yeah. It like it's definitely like I want to reread this book and like continue like adding annotations to it. Mm. Um, there was no plot. Like you can't look at me and be like, oh yeah, here's the plot of the book. Like, there really yeah. is no plot, and for that reason, like, I can't give it five stars. Did I love it? Did I literally read it so fast? Yeah. Like, I adored it, but... That's fair. That's <laughs> why, like, I didn't give it a rating, because, like, it was a really good book. I liked the language. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gave me similar vibes to Turtles All the Way Down by John uh... Green, which I just read. Not just read. It was a few months ago. But same thing, like, because it was kind of a coming-of-age tale, like, there was no plot. Mm. And I know that that's kind of, like, the whole point of coming-of-age. Yeah. But I never know how I feel at the end of them. Mm Because if you, like, look back and reflect, it's like, okay, what happened? And so much happened. Yeah, but... But at the same time, like, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And then I know we were talking about this right before we started recording. Like, it's an open-ended ending. Yes. So then there's also that aspect of, like, okay, so literally nothing happens because there's not even a conclusion. Mm Mm-hmm. This is definitely a very character-driven book. Yeah. Like, for example, Catcher in the Rye, which, <sighs> that's just the ultimate coming-of-age book. Yeah. That really has no plot. The, blo- the plot is Holden coming-of-age. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the plot of this is Marion and Connell becoming their own people. But, like, I don't know. So I get, like, if you're into, like, character-driven books, which I am, I'm a very much, like, character-driven person, mm-hmm. but I also do need a little bit of a semblance, like, a little bit of a plot. Yeah, I get that. But you really like Catcher in the Rye. And I love Catcher in the Rye. So. That's why I still loved normal people. True. They're very you books. Like, oh, it makes sense. You know what? I'll take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. Yeah. Character-driven books are good, period. Like, I enjoy them. I feel like you enjoy them more. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm just a character driven. I feel like you'd like Turtles all the way down then. Yeah? yeah. I've been meaning to. Like, read it. That's one that I also gave no rating to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, 
I liked it. I don't think it's worth five stars. Like, I don't know what it's worth because I just have a lot of feelings. Wait, did you ever end up rating it? Nope. <gasps> it's still just sitting on my Goodreads, like, red, non-rated, and so is this one. I don't know if I'll rate this, if I'm being honest. Really? I don't know why. Like, there was times where I was sitting there, and I was like, okay, like, four stars. And then I was like, well, I don't think it's, like, not that it's not worth five stars, but I don't think for me it's a five-star read. But then I was like, but it's objectively, like, good. Like, there's no reason why it wouldn't be a high rating, but I don't want to rate it a high rating. But no, I don't think it's that deep. No, but I don't want to rate it lower because I don't think it deserves a low rating either. Mm. That's That was my thought process with Turtles all the way down, so it just remains a no rating. Because I'm psycho. Fair enough, though. Like, that. that's it. That's how my brain works. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So I, I could have sworn this was a five-star read for you. Mm -mm. But that's really interesting. Like, it was really close. It and was really, really close. I would have given it a five-star probably if it had a little more structure to it. But for the fact that it didn't, I gave it a four-star. But it's closer to, like, 4.5. Okay. That's good to know. Continue. Yeah. Like, the point, like, the fact that it didn't have structure was kind of a turn off for me mm. as you obviously because that's why you marked it down but like I don't know how to explain it it was like I'd pick it up I didn't read this all in one day and then I'd pick it up to read it again and I kind of be like okay like where are we yeah like even though it literally says like the month and the year mm -hmm. that this chapter is taking place like I like I'm like okay but what happened before yeah because it's not like when you're reading again this literally comes back to the character driven and there being no plot like, when you pick it back up, you there's nothing to, like, go back to. Yeah. Because there's no solid plot line to be following and to remember. No, 100%. So Which, I was, like, I was just... When, like, Kaylee asked me to give her, like, a rundown on this before we started recording because, like, you haven't read it in a long time. Mm -hmm. You just wanted a refresher. I was, like, I don't know. Like, I just finished it. And I'm, like, okay, like, this happened. But, like, is there... There's not even a timeline I could give you. No, because they're really... And even... Because every chapter is basically just, like, focusing on one interaction between mm -hmm. Marianne and Connell, like, whenever they reconnect with each other at, like, whatever point in their lives. Yeah. It's hard to, like, actually, like, say, okay, this is how the book goes. Yeah. Because it's, like... It's hard to distinguish each interaction because it, it gets repetitive. Mm -hmm. Not in a bad way. Yeah. But it's just a repetitive novel. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the point, because then you're looking at their relationship and how they can't stay away from each other. Yeah. But which... Then, sorry, go on. No. Okay. Which what? Which I was going to ask you. Did you actually like them together? Um, I literally have here that Connell never deserved her. Period. Do you disagree? You can be honest. No, actually, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I never, like, I kind of, like, obviously I was rooting for them, for yeah. the fact that, like, that's the whole point of the book, like, well, not, as we literally said, that's not the whole point, but, like, the fact, like, I wanted them to at least be in each other's lives. Yeah. Because, like, you could tell that there was some connection between them. There's always something pulling them back together. Mm hmm But, no, I agree. Especially how he treated her at the beginning. I texted Kaylee this, because I was like, girl. Yeah. Like, it's, it starts off so casual but I, like, it just gave me the ick from the very, I think, like, even the first chapter, mm -hmm. how he's, like, embarrassed to, like, be around her, like, he doesn't take her to the dead ball, like, I, mm, it really turned me off, yeah. and then it was really hard to give him a redemption after that, mm -hmm. because it was even kind of in the back of his head of his inner dialogue about, like, how he felt about himself and Marianne, like, he always kept them exclusive, like, not exclusive, that's not the right word, he always kept them, like, personal, which isn't a bad thing. What do you mean? Like, even in university, like, no one thought it was that deep. But then, like, I don't know. Like, I, I remember reading, like, he still kind of had that, like, in the back of his head, like. Like that high school mindset? Yeah. Mm. Kind of just like a high, uh, high school mindset. And it wasn't direct. And he was yeah. less of a dick. Sorry. I don't think there's any better way to explain how he was towards Marianne <laughs> other than that. I don't want to use profanity, but, like, he was. He was. I'm just not a Connell fan. <sighs> Which, actually, this is now really awkward. Okay. But I was, in fact, a Connell fan. Interesting. Because despite how he was kind of an awful person, now that like, we're talking <laughs> about it, upon reading it, he is one of 
the he's one of the characters I've read wait he is one of the only characters I've read there we go that I've actually ever like properly related to that like I, he's like said things in his dialogue and I've been like oh my god like I've thought those things are you okay <laughs> what do you mean he's suicidal at one point well no but like Connell like the way he always is like I don't know, I found like his anxiety, his, his anxiety, like his social anxiety, the way that he almost never trusted himself mm. and his feelings. Like he'd always go back on like, oh, but do I really feel this? I don't yes, know. Yeah, that's what I was, you're explaining it so much better than me. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. That, the fact that he always does that, like I've never seen a character do that and like just how like vivid I'm like, oh my God, like I've never been able to relate to a character so much mm -hmm. on that level of like not even understanding yourself and like always being in a, like a state of like I don't know just not knowing like really what's going on like that is me like I never know what's going on oh my god good point sorry not to like literally dump on the podcast I love it though but I feel like for this book if you're gonna start like talking about like relating to characters you kind of have mm -hmm. to but that's why although Connell was had his moments where I'm like Connell sweetie like <laughs> Oh, it's like, getting hard to defend you. It's getting real hard to defend you here, buddy. But he was one of the most relatable characters I've ever read. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, I think that's fair. Like, what you're... Like, the the way that Sally Rooney wrote a bit about anxiety and social anxiety, like, I was mm -hmm. like, period. Because it's really hard to put into words. Yeah. So I love... Maybe love's a strong word. But I like when they, like, make socially anxious characters and characters with anxiety... Because, like, anxiety is such a hard, like, characteristic to create. It is. And illustrate. It's such a hard thing to capture. Yeah. Because I feel like it's such a broad range of stuff for different people. Like, I feel like everyone has different anxieties and mm -hmm. different ways that they experience anxiety. Yeah. That it's hard to be like, okay, this is someone with, let's say, like, generalized anxiety disorder. And, like, being able to, like, relate that character to everyone else with anxiety yeah you know because everyone has it differently exactly but even if everyone has it differently they can pull pieces of Connell out that are relatable that is true and I feel like that's what we both kind of did yeah like I don't know it was just it was just nice mm -hmm. to like have a character like that and I feel like that might be why this book has become popular because the characters are realistic they're very realistic flaws and all yeah. As clearly. Like, she very clearly says, like, okay, these people are not perfect. She very clearly illustrates, like, everything that they do wrong. Yeah, which I think is why the title is so important, because the book mm -hmm. is literally called Normal People, and it just goes to show that, like, you see in depth the flaws of, like, Marianne and Connell. Like, yeah. you see, like, you get into these characters' minds, and I think Sally Rooney does such a good job at illustrating that, like, everyone like is just, like no one's really normal like yeah. i think despite the title like i think the point of this book was to show that no one's normal yeah. but at the same time like everything that they did as though like even though it was characterized as weird it was normal yeah if that makes sense yes yeah like we're to yeah we see each we, other right now yeah i think we do <laughs> yeah like the whole time like marianne's like oh i'm so weird i'm so weird mm -hmm. but she's not like I feel like a lot of people think mm -hmm. like her act like her mm -hmm. have similar familial relationships which I think now we should Marianne is such an interesting character okay I was say, let's shift a little away from Connell okay and a little more towards Marianne like what are our thoughts on her okay remember like me and Kaylee talked about this I don't think it was on the podcast um we've both read Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover mm -hmm. and there's quote-unquote like two main characters in Ugly Love but you have said specifically that it's Miles' story. Yes. And Miles is the male love interest in Ugly Love. Good book. You shall read it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I think this is Marianne's story. I agree. Like, I think she's the main character. I don't think Connell is. I agree. Because I think, yeah. And it's something, yeah. like, you blew my mind when you said that it was Miles' story. Because, like, <laughs> it's more supposed to be Tate's, mm -hmm. who's the other love interest. But this one... It took me a while, like, I was like, okay, obviously they're both, mm -hmm. because it's third person point of view, there's, like, you get to see both of them equally. Yeah. But I was like, no. When I finished it, I was like, no, it's Marianne's story. Yeah, because even, even though, like, objectively, they both are the main characters, they both got the same amount of screen time, I think even the journey that Marianne 
that Marianne goes on is so much more not important but like you just prominent yeah yeah it's just so much I don't know yeah there was just more to her mm -hmm. and I think it started off with how Connell treated her in high school yeah like we saw her go she didn't change but she also completely changed mm -hmm. and we saw her start like in that state and then like, I don't know she just evolved and like Connell didn't really evolve like he did mm -hmm. and he matured and he even said that he was like Marianne's became like this like amazing person who's like grown and I haven't done anything and I think that's what makes this such an interesting coming of age story because you see how there are people who are almost like suffocated and trapped in high school mm -hmm. and then you see them go like move on to university and become these amazing people once they're like set free from high school and then you have the people like Connell who like oh what's the what's the term like he peaked in high school yes thank you like not to yeah, that's like, why I didn't kinda, like him like you could tell like he peaked in high school a little and yeah that's why that you he kind of becomes stagnant afterwards in university and he kind of gets a little stuck mm -hmm. well I think at the end of the book he kind of moves on because that's when like he goes on to I think it's when he really matures yeah. yeah and he goes on to New York and like comes out of his shell and is able to do all that but like it really is just you see Marianne and how he's just constantly getting like bullied at school and all of that like no one likes her she's yeah. not any friends really they all put her inside of a box mm -hmm. and like it was universe it was just interesting seeing that evolution yeah and it seemed like she really th well it was funny too because then okay it looks like she really thrived in university and that's what Connell thought yeah but then you saw like all the relationships she was getting into like romantic ones and like how men were treating her how her friends Which weren't really good people messed up yeah which I think is really interesting as well. Sorry, I'm just so many thoughts. I keep on coming. As you should. Um, don't apologize. One quote. I think it's from Perks of Being a Wallflower. Okay. Which I don't. Have you? You don't have that yet. No, I don't even own it. No. Okay. But I'm pretty sure. I don't want to quote it. But it's something. It's the one quote that's like we accept the love that we think, think we, we deserve. deserve. That's from heard that, that one. Yeah. So and I think that's just really interesting because I think. It's her. And that's literally Mary Ann. Like, we see her, and, like, yes, she's this great, amazing person, as we see from Connell's point of view, but then we know her upbringing, we know how she was treated in high school, and how that's kind of conditioned her into having, like, a diminished self-worth, and how we see that reflection in her relationships with others now, because she's only, like, she's letting men, like, degrade her in like a sexual setting and like you we just see like stuff like that and like even her friends are just like super artificial almost yeah that's a so, good word look at you today <sighs> so many <laughs> my brain's finally turned on <laughs> i rebooted it this morning <laughs> i love to see it mm -hmm. i know and that's why i feel like she's the main character mm -hmm. because like <sighs> okay i don't know how to word this I feel like Connell understood his worth more than Marianne. Oh, 100%. So that's why I feel like she's the main character. Which I think is even, like, because even, like, their upbringings. Mm -hmm. Like, Connell had an amazing mom. Yeah. But, like, we have Marianne whose dad is, I don't even, what happened to her dad? Oh my god, did they even mention him? Okay, well, her mom was just Awful. there. I don't even know, like, was her mom even, like... I don't even know if she interacted with her mom. Like, her mom was just there literally and then her brother was quite literally abusive yeah so i think that really goes to show because like i don't know she's never been told like her worth and she's never been like expressed that like she was a good person and then it's funny too because you see the juxtaposition which is like seen all the time but, sorry like <laughs> i love that word <laughs> like you see like the juxtaposition of like marianne is rich She's really rich. Yes. Um, but miserable. And then, I mean, Connell's kind of miserable, too. But, like, like he has a better relationship with his family, even yes. though he's very poor. Like, they yes. all, these two characters only know each other because um, Lorraine, who is Connell's mom, works for Marianne's mom and yes. cleans Marianne's house. Mm -hmm. That's the whole start of this book. Yes. And I, I think that is such an interesting, like, it's almost, I don't know, is that ironic? Would that be irony? The fact that, like... I 
I guess you could call it irony, yeah. Yeah, but the, just the fact that, like, Connell, who comes from, like, a lower class family, and then Marianne, who comes from a higher class family, and you see how you think that Connell would have, like, a lower self-worth and Marianne would have a yeah. higher, but, like, it's... It's the opposite. And you can see that at the beginning because, I mean, he obviously falters, like you said, he goes a little stagnant after mm -hmm. high school, but in high school he, quote-unquote, knows his worth because he's, like, popular and, like we said, he peaked in high school. Yeah. Okay, so we were just chit-chatting about, like, like, we both just agreed that this is a book that you talk about more, like, the symbols in it and what it represents, as mm -hmm. opposed to, like, the book itself, which I feel like is the whole point. Yeah. And I also feel like, um, like, this, I mean, it's not really, like, a school book, but it would no. be nice to be, like, taught it. Do you know what I mean? I agree. No, I agree. Like, I think this book could easily be taught, which I, like, It's not when you would teach. Like, obviously for older grades, mm -hmm. but I think it would be perfect for even, like, even for, like, psychology or sociology classes. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Because it is so character and, like, relationship-based, mm -hmm. I think it'd be really interesting because you could really get into, like, the psychology of the characters as well as... Yeah, you can study behavior more. Like, their cool. interactions and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on, what were you going to say? Well, that was it. And then... Oh. Then Kaylee said, oh, we should discuss if we think it's going to be a classic or not. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's on the back of our book. So The Guardian literally called this book a future classic. Which I, I agree. Honestly, yeah. When I was reading it, I was like, I think it definitely could be. And if mm -hmm. you see, like, I mean, it depends on your edition, but on the back of our edition, it's like it was, it won so many awards. It was listed for so many awards. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't... I. I'm pretty sure that, like, Conversations with Friends did well, but I think that this was her, like, most popular book. I think so, too. I'm not sure, actually. Number one international bestseller. Oh. Damn. Well, yeah, because she probably published it in the UK. Yeah, because it literally says on the thing. Yours is missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Which, I, I would love to read her other books. Like, I want to so bad. I always see Conversations with Friends at Shoppers. Yeah. And I always come so close to buying it. Or even at, like, our local bookstore, I always see it. And I'm like, oh, I would love to. You should just buy it. And I think we should do a spotlight episode on Sally Rooney. Oh, definitely. Like, you know. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. <laughs> Make sure you read all of her books. Once we morning. plan. We have, we have, like, we have, like, a whole plan coming up for, like, all our episodes. And yeah. And what's going to happen. So, so that's probably going to be something in the new year. Mm -hmm. I definitely think we should because I think that'd be such an interesting, be a juicy spotlight episode. Oh yeah, because she has like a completely different writing style, mm -hmm. which I wanted to ask you about. Yes! Oh my god! Go on. What did you think? Oh. <laughs> okay, a lot of people actually have beef with the no quotations. Yep, I've seen that. I did not mind it. I like, loved it. It was weird at first, obviously, because you're reading it and you're like, oh, a character's talking, like this is odd. But, like, once you, I don't know, once you get into it, like, when you don't, I didn't even notice. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I thought it would take some adjusting, because I know even you said it, you're like, it's weird, mm -hmm. but, like, it's worth it, and you get used to it. From right off the bat, like, I wasn't bothered. Yeah. Like, I didn't mind it. I thought it was, like, it's really different. I want to know why she decided to do that. Mm -hmm. Um... But I don't know. Like, I didn't think it was that it's deep. Like, people books. get, like, mad about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, like, her writing style. This mm -hmm. wasn't specific to normal people. Mm -hmm. And people pick up this book because it's fairly popular. And I've seen multiple people on Book Talk be like, I could not get past it. Like, my brain can't comprehend it. Yeah. Which is understandable. Like, I can get how it's probably not for everyone. But we both did not care then. I was scared it was gonna bother me. Same. I really thought it would have but yeah. it didn't at all. I didn't even like I stopped thinking about it halfway through. Oh yeah. I actually thought it was like kind of fun. I know like I was like oh it's different. Yeah. And I know we both talked about it how like we appreciate like unique writing styles mm -hmm. and that makes us appreciate books more. Yeah. Like when they're different unique a little artsy. Yeah I and mean, I 100% think that it just it makes that like the book stand out that much more. Yes. The fact that it is so different. Like, I've never seen that. I've never even heard of that before. Oh, I know. Like, having the no quotation marks. I'm sure it is a thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there is a reason for it, but... But I think it's coined modernly by mm -hmm. Sally Rooney. And I think it's just... I don't know. I think it allows for a lot of interpretation as well. Which is why I loved it. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's part of why she did it. 
Because there were some parts where I'm like, is this dialogue? Is it, mm -hmm. um, what do you call it? Like, is it inner dialogue or like out external dialogue? Yes, because like, because it's third per, what is it? Third person omniscient? Is that what it's called? I think so. Sorry if I'm wrong. That where it's like embarrassing with my degree. No, we're like the. the you get narrator knows all. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's omniscient. Yeah. Okay. Omniscient. Oh yeah, I think so. Something like that. You guys get the point. Y'all know what we're trying to say. It's that fancy word. Yeah. <laughs> because it's that point of view. Mm -hmm. It there was times where it's like, oh, did she actually say this mm -hmm. or think it or like who's thinking it? But that was kind of cool. Yeah, which I, th I just think it's interesting because it does allow for some interpretation there. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know. It kind of like, I thought it showed relationships better. Mm -hmm. Because again, like language and how you talk and your tone can be interpreted in so many different ways. That like, mm -hmm. when it's written in a book, it's usually like, panned out for you exactly how you're supposed to interpret it. Exactly how you're supposed to read it. But with this, it's not. And that's mm -hmm. what conversations kind of like in real life. Yeah. Conversations with friends. I went all low. <laughs> Sorry. Now we have to read it. Because that one obviously doesn't have quotations either. Um, I don't even know what it's about. But after either. reading this today, I'm like, oh, I definitely read her other books. I definitely would too. And not to be this way, but even just for the aesthetic reason. Of yeah. like being able to annotate it and being able to all that. Mm -hmm. 100%. When we sat down to record this, we were both like, I don't think I have a lot to say. And like... Just kidding, we always have a lot to say. We always do. But I covered all of my points, which is really funny. But I love feeding off of your energy, so. Okay, slide. So, <laughs> I'm ready. I was telling Grace this. I was watching a bunch of, like, book reviews and everything before coming here because it's been a while <laughs> since I read this. And um, some people were actually saying that they didn't like how it was kind of, like, fast-paced and how we, like, a lot of people kind of wish, like, we were able to sit with the characters during some time mm. periods for a little longer. Yeah. Um, because, like, the book is constantly changing time, constantly jumping in time. What were your thoughts on, like, the constant time jumps? Um, I think that's why it was so easy to binge read. Mm -hmm. Because it was so fast-paced. A slow-paced book is very hard to binge read, in my opinion. And this has been coined for binge reading, actually. It's literally on the front cover. No way. A novel that demands to be read compulsively oh, in yeah. one sitting. <laughs> the Washington Post. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't read it in one sitting because I genuinely did not have the time, which mm -hmm. is funny. Um, but yeah, I like that it was fast-paced. I understand, like, there wasn't a lot of build-up to their relationship. I don't think they really needed it mm -hmm. because, because it was such, like, a character-driven book. And of the point of view, you got to see their growth and their thoughts anyway. I agree. I liked the time jump. And I think, if anything, it just shows how, like, fast-moving life is as well. Oh, look at you. Sorry, not to... <laughs> but it does. Like, it shows that, like, how sometimes, like, a relationships just start. There's no build-up. Sometimes, mm -hmm. like, when two individuals are simply just drawn to each other. And I wouldn't say they had insta-love. They definitely did not, for the fact no. that it was a constant on-and-off relationship. Yeah. And I feel like they danced around the word love a lot without actually saying it. Like I said, my memory's a little iffy. I actually don't know, like, when they said I love you, like, when they did or whatever. But I think they definitely danced around it for a little while. Yeah. But I, th I don't know. I just think it was really interesting. And even the ending. Like, although, like, the open ending was a little thumbs down. I just think it also, I don't know, it's just, it just shows that, like, I don't know. I think, it was fitting for the book. And yeah. And how the book And it made place. it seem very normal. Yeah. Because you're right, like, sometimes that's just how life is. Yeah. Like, there's no build-up, there's no dramatic scene, there's no, like, love confession in the rain. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a romance and people love it, even though it's nothing special, I guess. Yeah. Even though 100%. it is special because it's unique. But it's normal. That's the point, I guess. They're just normal people. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about the open-ended ending, though? And just the ending in general? I remember being a little upset for the fact that I was like, oh my god, do they or do, don't they end up together? Yeah. Like, what does this mean? But I think it was nice because in my brain, they ended up together. I was like, they end up together. I think in everyone's brain, they end up together. But it was just annoying because, like, that last little stretch, it makes it out like they're like together mm -hmm. and that like that's going to be the be all end all. But then it kind of ends with like 
the same pattern that they've been stuck in for years. Yeah. So it's like... Which that kind of sucks. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, like, is this just their lives? Like, you know, like, are mm -hmm. they just always going to be like this? Yeah. Or, like, yeah, so that was kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. I was a little stressed because, like, I had, like, five pages left. And I was like, this is not wrapping yeah. up, like, at all. Like, I was like, what's going to happen? Like, nothing can happen. You know what? That's actually, that's, like, a perfect way of putting it. Like, the fact that they're, it's, like, right now they're, like, in an ongoing cycle of, like, mm -hmm. on and off. And, like, we kind of wanted, like, the ending to at least just be, like, the end of the circle. Yeah. But, like, it's not the end of the circle. Like, oh, it feels like we're still in that same circle and there was no end to it at any point. No, literally. Which, I don't know. And I think I was also, I always bring up other people's reviews, but it's because I'm always watching reviews right before we record so I can, like refresh my brain mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying that even like the ending was interesting towards like the characters and their development because we have connell who has like severe anxiety and he's always scared of going to like new places and all of that and like trying to fit in and everything after university like after high school yeah so it's interesting that like he finally developed enough to be able to like go to new york and I think the fact that like Marianne didn't go with him was fitting because like he wouldn't yes. have her as a crutch and he'd be able to like actually go by himself, do this on his own and be comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. And I know for like Marianne's character development, like she always thought like she wasn't worthy enough. So the, so the fact that she's able to let Connell go yes. and not feel self-conscious, but apparently at the end, which I didn't remember this, but apparently... Like, Connell's, like, talking to this one girl, like, he knows in New York or something, and Marianne's like, do you love her more than me? Which that caught me so off guard, Which bro. completely com contradicts, like, her whole character development throughout the whole book. Yeah. I choose to block that out. <laughs> I think you did. I think you blocked it. I think I, choose to, I chose to block that out. Because you're right. Like, if that one line didn't happen, then mm -hmm. I feel like... It would have made a lot more sense. It but then it's, so I guess fitting. that also kind of shows that, like, they did develop as characters, mm -hmm. but they're still prone to their original, mm -hmm. like, motivations, I guess. Tendencies. Tendencies. I think, yeah. So, I feel like that's why she threw it in there, because, like, yeah, they did grow. Yeah, they're more mature, but don't forget, like, this Marianne still exists. This Connell still exists. 100%. Which I feel like no, yeah, was you're really right. smart. No, you're right. Because nice. I think, like, as much as, not to be this way, but as much as you can develop as a person, there are some things that is just, like, in our course. Yeah. And, like, whether that's insecurities, whether that's anxiety, that's just something that it's an ongoing, mm -hmm. lifelong process. It doesn't just go away. Exactly. So, I guess and that is true. Like, Marianne having that contradiction, it's not completely out of character because it's just... Yeah. Like, I understand what you're saying because, like, she's trying to show that they, de they develop. Mm -hmm. But then I also feel like it's more accurate than, like, in other fiction where they just, like, completely block out past traumas. Like, no, like nothing happened. That is true. Like, this gives us a glimpse to realize that, like, when you grow, you don't leave the past behind. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. We still have those roots. Yeah, period. Period. <laughs> and I feel like their roots are to each other. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Do you like, yeah or no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, and that's why they'll always go back to each other. But I think you're right. I don't think it would have worked if Marianne went with him to New York. I think so. I think, yeah, because he would have just used her as a crutch and she, I don't know, because they always had, I don't know, not that she was dependent, but she was slightly dependent on him for her self-worth. Yeah. Self, self-worth. And so, you see it in, like, the relationship she has with other men. Mm -hmm. That she has, like, little to no self-worth. Yeah. Which, that's the thing. As much <laughs> as I like Connell and Marianne, they were a little toxic. And I think that's what always kind of threw me off their relationship is the fact that they were toxic. And yeah. even at the end, it was kind of like, is this a healthy relationship now? It kind of felt like Sally Rooney was telling us. Like, oh, they've both developed as characters. This is now a healthy relationship. Look how much they've grown. Mm -hmm. But it's like, are they? Well, because are they? Because, like... But then, to be fair, in that last little chunk... Like, okay, they're together. But mm -hmm. is it ever established that they're, like, together? We don't know. That's the thing. Because then it would be seen as toxic for Marianne to say that to Connell if they were in an established, exclusive relationship. But if they're not... 
then what right does she really have to say that? You know what I mean? Period. That's why it's... We, we, won't, we won't know because yeah. it ended. But the girl in question, by the way, I know I haven't read it. It's the girl who works at the paper with Connell at the university. Oh, okay. Sadie? Sadie. I, I, that, that part I don't remember. It's not significant, and honestly, I wouldn't have even thought to bring it up until you said anything. Mm. But I guess it kind of is significant because it, you know, brings Marianne yeah. back. But anyway. I think that's it. I think that's all my thoughts. That's all your thoughts. You I got them so. out? I think so. Okay. Do you? I really, yeah, I didn't really have a lot of notes. I didn't have any notes. I don't have, I didn't I, even rate this book, I bro. just came here with my yield noggin, and I said, let's talk about it. Let's roll with it. Okay. This was a dense episode. It was. Like, for us. We talked about a lot. Compared to our last one. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Are we just throwing in the towel, then? Is that it? I think so. I'm done. That's all you had to say. Wrap up. It's just interesting book. It is. It's very different. I feel like different books and unique books get popular on book talk and I feel like that's why this kind of got popular. Mm -hmm. Definitely um, a reread. I would want to reread it. Yeah. Really bad. Just because I feel like I'd get a lot more out of it the second time. True because then you fully know the characters enough to like pick up on little things. Yeah. Realize little like just little things that you can be like oh I could annotate mm -hmm. that. That's important even though it seems like it's not. I would agree. 100%. I'll maybe I'll reread it next year. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so if you guys <laughs> want to follow us on social media, you can do so at What the Book Podcast with only one T. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, our social medias have really been popping off. Apparently. So, Thank um, you all so much. I know. We've been getting a lot of support and love, which we appreciate. Um, so give us a follow, tell us any books you want us to recommend, answer the Q&A in the poll below. I think that's, that's about it. Oh, should we announce our next book that we're reviewing? Oh, we can, yeah, because like, now we're, like, for sure. Yeah. Because we really did You not, don't realize how much we struggle. We've literally been bouncing back and forth on, like, so many books, like, in these last couple months. Yeah. For, like, what to review. But we're doing a cute little Christmas read. Mm-hmm. Do you want to name drop it? It is Window Shopping by Tessa Bailey. And that episode, you still have about a month. It should kind of be just in time to really get you in the Christmas mood if you're mm -hmm. not, like, an early Christmas person. Um, that will be on December 14th. Which is perfect. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be our last episode of the year. Yeah. So then we're going to take a little break. We'll talk about that later. Probably at the end of the Window Shopping episode. Yeah. Don't worry, you still got two more episodes. Two episodes, that's it. I know, two more episodes. Wait, no, that's weird. It's I the know. end of the first season. Yeah. <gasps> that's insane. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Well, thank you all for like sitting with us through the first season. It's not yeah. even done. I know, like, that's just so weird to think about. That's so crazy. That we're two episodes away. I'm already announcing our next book, our Christmas book. I'm, pr I'm proud of us. I'm proud like, of us. Like straight too. up proud of us for like sticking to this. Me too. And, like, actually putting in time and work into it. Well, it's just fun. Yeah. And we hope that you like it, because this is genuinely just fun for us. Yeah, and it's literally, it's pretty much just an excuse for Grace and I to hang out. Yeah. Which is just always fun. Like, like if we, I don't think, if it wasn't for the podcast, we would have, like, been hanging out as much because of, like, school and how busy we are. Oh, definitely. But, like, this literally forces us to, like, stop doing work, sit down, have a <laughs> have little, little bit of break, have a little bit of social time so we don't start losing our minds. And then we call it work, so it's justifiable. Exactly. So we're like, oh man, I gotta talk about books for about an hour and uh, darn. I have to sit down and read this book. It's for my job. <laughs> <laughs> but we love it. Seriously. And we love all of you. So thanks Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. So thank you everyone so, so much again. And we'll see you in the next one.